This episode of Resonant Frequency, the amateur radio podcast, is brought to you by BlackSparrowMedia.com. And welcome to Resonant Frequency, the Amateur Radio Podcast. My name is Richard, KB5JBV, and uh, thank you all for uh, for downloading us once again. Just thought I'd touch base with you all. Uh, this is more of a maintenance episode than anything else because uh, we're on the move. Uh, we've been offered the opportunity to become part of uh, Black Sparrow Media's podcast network, and uh, we're... Uh, steadily moving that way i needed to get with y'all because there's going to be a few changes and we need to get those uh get those out of the way so that we don't leave anybody uh left behind we don't want uh, that happening in the move uh first of all uh as of the 20th of this month we will no longer be available at Cyber Ears, which has been our hosting service. And uh, I notice we have about 50 folks that are uh, listening to us over on Cyber Ears. Well, that account will no longer be active, and this will be the last podcast posted to uh, Cyber Ears. Uh, whether they're going to clear it completely off as soon as, uh, as soon as we run out and our time runs out, I do not know. So, let me get a start with giving y'all some information on where the podcast will be. Uh, those of you listening over at iTunes should not see a difference. Uh, it should be pretty transparent, the move. Uh, those of you that are uh, getting us through FeedBurner uh, should also be transparent. Uh, we may disappear off of some of the podcast directories, but in time we'll show back up. Um uh, Let's go ahead and do it this way. If you have iTunes, go ahead and uh, go ahead and put us, uh, get us through iTunes. If uh, you're using just like a regular podcatcher program, I know uh, the Linux folks out there are probably going to be using, uh, I don't know, Rhythmbox or Banshee or uh, uh, whatever that other one is, Amarok, to uh, download us and put us on their uh, their MP3 players. The address over at uh, FeedBurner, which will be the one that is will continue to work, is feeds.feedburner.com slash resonant frequency, one word, resonant frequency, one word. Uh, as for the rest of y'all, uh, that's where you're probably going to need to point your uh, podcatching software Um to uh, download it now for those that are pulling it down off of the blog over at blogspot this is the last episode that will be posted to blogspot uh i will go ahead and put this episode over there but this will be the last one and i will not kill the blog over there uh for some time so uh back episodes and that kind of stuff you ought to be able to pick up uh, over there at Blogspot for some time. Now, uh, let's see, have we covered everything? Picking it up off the blog, picking it up off of uh, the feed. Okay, 
let me tell y'all what's going on. <clears throat> we are moving over to uh, BlackSparrowMedia.com. There's currently a blog set up over there that uh, for those of y'all who just uh, click through on your browsers can go on over there. One of the reasons we've decided to go with these guys is that in the future we will be able to set up uh, forums. Uh, we will be able to offer the uh, uh, programs in AUG format. Uh, that's uh, for you guys that use Windows. That's a uh, that's a open source uh, uh, file format for audio files. Uh, sometimes a lot of times they're they're smaller. In my opinion, they sound better than MP3, but uh, we'll be able to do that kind of stuff and get it going for y'all. I'm having to learn WordPress, which is something that's not really <laughs> wonderful for me. But uh, in the not too distant future, there will be uh, there will be pages pointing to uh, us at Black Sparrow Media. They're currently building their main site. And we were able to get in on the ground floor. They're wanting to bring podcasts in. Uh, they've also expressed an interest over there uh, for folks that are interested in starting a podcast or bringing a podcast to the network to get in touch with them. I'll give you that information in just a few minutes. Okay, the email address will also be changing. Uh, the new email address will be KB5JBV at BlackSparrowMedia.com. KB5JBV at BlackSparrowMedia.com. And uh, that will be the best way to get through. You know, I can't keep these phones from ringing when I'm talking for some reason. So let's run it back down again. Those of you at iTunes, stick with iTunes. Those of you that are pulling this down off a of feed burner, that's good too. Um, those of you who are pulling this down through a podcatcher software, uh, go ahead and point it to FeedBurner, which is feeds, feeds.feedburner.com stroke resonant frequency. And, uh, the new email address will be kb5jbv at blacksparrowmedia.com. We feel that this is probably the best time to make this move because donations have dropped to zero. Uh, email has dropped to zero. And I understand the last couple of episodes have not been spectacular, but we've had a lot going on here. And instead of leaving y'all hanging, not knowing what's going on, I've been trying to get something out to y'all. So uh, that's what's going on. Um, like I said, we're hoping this is really going to improve things. Uh, I have a second podcast that I do that is also moving over there also, which is not amateur rated, not amateur related. Uh, but they've offered us a sweet deal for hosting. We can have as many shows there as we want. We can have, uh, duplicates in AUG. We'll be able to. Uh, not have to worry about bandwidth or space, so it's really going to turn out to be uh, really going to turn out to be a uh, much better thing. Now, with all of that, let me go ahead and add this. Um, I've started a uh, an amateur radio related blog, and I'm looking for people to help author or all people that want to come over and 
maybe write the occasional article for that. So uh, y'all get in touch with me on that also. Like I said, the new email address is kb5jbv at blacksparrowmedia.com. The Gmail address will stay active. I have it forwarding to Black Sparrow Media. So kb5jbv at gmail.com will also be working. And uh, we'll be able to get those emails through. But if you're interested in contributing to a, an amateur radio blog, uh, I now have the facilities to have multiple authors on this particular blog. So if uh, you want to write the occasional article about your experiences, what's going on with you, uh, reviews of equipment, whatever you want to do, just uh, send that information my way. I'm recording this uh, actually on uh, Hamcom weekend down here in uh, down here in North Texas. Uh, I'm trying not to forget anything, y'all. So uh, even though I've gone through everything on my list, I'm sure there's probably something I didn't remember when I was writing that down. So let's see. Uh, Podcatchers, email uh, about the move. Yeah, uh, we're going to really be interested in folks to help participate when we make the move because, like I said, we'll be able to set up uh, discussion forums and that kind of thing. Uh, all this stuff's available to us, so this is a really good deal. Oh, yeah, now I remember. Uh, we're going to work on the format again, and I need some input from y'all. Uh, one of the things we're looking at in uh, redoing the format is uh, dropping buzzword the uh, segment formerly known as buzzword if that's been beneficial to y'all uh, let me know uh, if it hasn't been beneficial to you let me know uh, we're going to go ahead and uh, like I said try and reformat the show um, you know it's getting kind of bulky and uh, time intensive for uh, for uh, producing and since I'm doing all that by myself, it's uh, it can turn into a pain. Uh, we're going to try and reformat so we can get the release schedule up. Uh, instead of once a month, maybe be able to get y'all more than one show a month. So uh, y'all y'all let me know, and I'm looking for any kind of feedback on that. Anything you think could make things better. Um, I know there was a complaint about the Frapper map. I've only heard one complaint about the uh, section where we talk about who signed up on the Frapper map. If uh, y'all really feel that needs to go away, y'all let me know also. Okay, with that, I'm going to do a short segment for y'all. It's not probably not going to be spectacular, but we'll go ahead and uh, slide it on in here so you have more than about 15 minutes of resonant frequency this time around. And uh, I guess we'll see y'all after the break. Round town 
back i got an email from one guy's brand new ham radio operator just got his general license and uh, was getting on hf now i've done uh, i've talked about some of this stuff in previous episodes but uh, let me run over it real quick and uh, uh, give everybody the uh, newer generals a uh, general overview of what's going on the actual question was pointed at uh, c to cq or not to cq well, you know, new hams get on HF, and even though they may have gotten over their mic, fr- mic fright from uh, getting on VHF and UHF, uh, they're a little intimidated by HF, and I can I can identify with that. I was I, did, I was intimidated by HF when I first got on it. Luckily, uh, I took my uh, novice and technician tests within a week of each other, so. Uh, by the time my license finally got in after the interminable amount of time it took for it to get here, uh, I was able to get on HF and got out there and did what everybody does when they first get a, uh, a license where they can get on HF is I got out there and I set up on a frequency and I hollered CQ forever. Well, that works and it don't work. Now, uh, I myself probably spent two years uh even attempting to use cq now don't get me wrong it's handy and it works for a lot of people but in my case it wasn't so great so since then i've been what is more referred to as a hunt and pouncer uh i scroll up and down the bands and look for a signal i want and it works better for me that way because uh over uh over quite a few years, I've developed the technique to get in there and bust a pile up with 100 watts in a wire. Uh, there are times I can get in there and make a contact when the big guns out there in California can't do it. But uh, it's a matter of preference, and it's a matter of uh, time and developing skill. Everything in amateur radio is, you know, it takes time. You, it's just like anything else. Time and practice makes uh, makes it work for you. Now, as far as uh, a brand new guy getting on the air, you're wanting to make t- contacts. Okay, the first method is get set up on a frequency and holler CQ. In some parts of the country, uh, that radio operators are so thickly uh, are so thick, uh, they're grouped up together so closely that. CQing with your call sign is probably may not work for you. It's that way here in uh, in Texas. We have so many amateur radio operators in the three three uh, ARRL sections here in Texas that uh, it's extremely well. We're not coveted <laughs> by the rest of the world. Uh, wanting. Uh, uh, wanting a Texas contact is something that lasts about 10 seconds if you're a, a DX station because 
uh, any every pileup is going to have 100, 100 Texas stations in it. Now, if you're in a state that's harder to get, like North or South Dakota or uh, one of those places, then CQ and may very well work. Using CQ will may very well work for you. If you're on one of the coasts, uh, the east or the west coast, it also works better because those are places that uh, a lot of times are easier to hear. Uh, if you're in Alaska, well, hey, I have three Alaska contacts, and that's after 20 years. So at CQing, it's relative, and it's going to depend on your area more than anything else. Now, one second way of making contacts is what I do for the most part, which is the hunt and pounce method, which is you scroll up and down the bands, you listen for uh, stations out there hollering CQ. You uh, uh, listen for stations that have pileups on them and sit there a while and decide whether you want it and then uh, go for it, uh, that kind of stuff. Now, that works for me because I'm just, it, that's a matter of personality whether hunting pounce is going to work for you and how uh, how aggressive you can be as far as pursuing those contacts. Other methods, uh, nets are always good choice. Now, I'm not talking about the hurricane watch net or uh, something like that, but I am. What I am talking about is there's plenty of uh, worked all states and DX nets out there. And as far as DX nets, I've never actually used them. So, uh, as far as where they are, that's something that you're going to have to look up in uh, the AWRL net directory or. Uh, online on some of the uh, really good, uh, really good sites that have that kind of information. Also, uh, where the um, where the worked all states nets are concerned, I do have some experience with that because I have used it, used them, and uh, the ones that most prominently come to mind are the 3905 Century Club, who they have a uh, a really nice website that gives you all their information. Uh, the Triple H net, which runs kind of late for a lot of working folks, but uh, they're really good. And um, the Ole Miss O M I S S nets, um, which are on at reasonable times and on different bands and that kind of thing. Now the benefits of these things, these are that uh, number one, they'll save you a lot of money in QSL cards because they all have their own in in uh, house bureaus, QSL bureaus for uh, moving cards back and forth. So you can move 10 cards for the price of one, uh, doing it that way. Uh, the other side is also, even though these are worked all states nets, occasionally you do get, uh, new hams in other countries, uh, using them to, uh, get their U.S. contacts. So occasionally there's a piece of DX to be had on them. They, uh, meet regularly. They meet, use multiple modes, and uh, they're just all around one of the best things for the newer ham, for sure. I mean, they're even beneficial to us guys that have been around 20 years, but the they're really beneficial for the newer hams to rack up a lot of contacts really fast. Okay, so we've talked about CQ, Hunt and Pounce, and uh, Worked All States Nets. Other ways to uh, get on there and make those contacts is join an organization. 
Now, I know that that sounds kind of strange. How could that benefit you? But you have things out there like FISTS, which is a uh, CW organization. They have uh, a regular sub-band sub where you can go on any of the bands, go into that regular sub-band, sub and you can find one of their members to work. Well, chances are that member's not up the street. He's in a different state, may even be in a different country. So you can get on there. Now, for those of y'all who aren't interested in CW, and I'm sure that's quite a few, uh, you have similar stuff like uh, 1010 International. Now, the only problem with 1010 is it's only 10 meters, and right now during this part of the cycle, it's uh, it's kind of hard to make a 1010 contact. However, when the cycle was dropping out uh, last year, I know of three days in the middle of the summer when not only did I work a whole slew of contacts, I was able to acquire ten awards in one day, three of them off of one net, simply because I, 1010 has a point system and all this other stuff, so there's paper to be chased with these organizations also. And there's other organizations that are may not be band specific. There's uh, uh, things like Islands on the Air, which is not exactly an organization, but by going to one of going to a website for uh, a situation like that, there are awards to be had. They have uh, a certain set of frequencies on 20 meters where uh, they get on there and holler CQ and. Um, it's really easy to pick up some of these uh, islands that way. And even though some of them may be U.S. islands, there's still subcategories of these islands. So you're, you're looking at being able to work awards through islands on the air and possibly pick up a state or two while you're at it. Okay. Um, the next suggestion I would have for the, uh, for the new ham getting on HF and I hope every time that screen blanker kicks in, it doesn't mess up my recording. Um, the other option y'all uh, y'all have to look at is on uh, on most of the bands down at the low end of where you're able to operate on that band is where you're going to find uh, some of the DX stations. Now, on 20 meters, the they're just either side of where the old advanced band swings down below where the general band is and up above that on either side of it. Uh, so you're able to pick up uh, pick up DX contacts pretty easy down in those subsections. You just need to, to find a frequency guide and listen a while and that kind of stuff to figure out you know where that's going on, how it's going on. And last but not least, pick up other modes. Okay, uh, voice is wonderful. Phone is wonderful. Being a just a phone operator is absolutely fine. But one of the ways to pick up a lot of contacts is to diversify. So, either pick up different modes or pick up different bands. A lot of these radios nowadays will do everything from the 160 meter band up to uh, the 440 band, and I'm, I've heard tell there's some that'll go higher. But the whole point is, you know, 
the guys that love 10 meters when I was starting out are probably the same as the individuals nowadays that go after 6 meters. You know, that's the thing that gets me. When I got licensed, 10 meters was the magic band. Uh, but add more bands, you know, go down to 160. There is our stations to be worked down there. Use the 60-meter band. There's stations to be got there. When the cycle gets up and gets going, 6 meters, 2 meter side band and 440 side band are going to be kicking. Uh, digital modes. PSK-31, Ritty, that kind of stuff. They're still alive and well. Uh, even the Meteor Scatter and that kind of stuff. You know, uh, Meteor Scatter is really, really interesting to me, and I tried it a little while and going to get back to it. Uh, deck contacts via satellites. You new guys, the sky's the limits. The sky is the limit. I mean, there's exciting new things happening in digital uh, on HF and VHF, UHF, there's uh, uh, just an abundance of stuff going on. And you guys, it's an exciting time to be in amateur radio. Even though it, it's not, for you guys, it's going to be learning everything new. Uh, us guys that have been around a while, we're, we're seeing things that are just uh, really, really turning our crank for the most part. But, uh, the whole bottom line on this is fire that radio up. Don't be afraid to key that microphone. And you may have to hunt a little bit, but that that's just the way it happens from time to time. Go forth and make those contacts because the cycle's coming up. It's going to get hot. We're going to enjoy it. We're going to have a good time. And I expect any of y'all to hear me down on HF to give me a call. Because I guarantee you'll end up with a card from me. Okay, with that, uh, like I said, this is going to be a fairly short episode. But with that, let's go ahead and uh, let's go ahead and move on, uh, move on down the road, so that uh, we can get this uh, get all this information where y'all can use it. Anyway, I'll be back after the break.
like I said, a short episode, but hey, uh, we promise to get you a better one next time. Uh, I just mainly wanted to get the information to y'all about the, the move to Black Sparrow Media. So let me go over that real quick, and then we'll be out of here for this month, this time. Okay, uh, we're moving to BlackSparrowMedia.com. So the the blog at Blogspot will not have any new episodes after this one. The email addresses are changing, even though the old email addresses will stay active for a while. The uh, feed, those at iTunes will probably not see the difference. Those that are picking up their feed off FeedBurner will probably not see the difference or notice the difference. But for those of you that are picking us up at Cyber Ears, there will be no more shows at Cyber Ears, and they will probably wipe the archives at the end of this area on the uh, 21st. So y'all need to uh, either go over to iTunes and sign up or go to FeedBurner, uh, point your podcatcher software at uh, feeds.feedburner.com slash resonant frequency feeds.feedburner.com slash resonant frequency and whereas the kb5jbv at gmail.com email address will continue to work for a while uh, the new email address is kb5jbv at blacksparrowmedia.com okay we've got the got that covered and as soon as I get the donation links and stuff back up, I'll let y'all know about that if y'all are interested in donating. Um, and once again, we're working on a reformat of the show. So if y'all have any comments or suggestions concerning that, please send those in. Uh, we also have uh, uh, other projects that we're going to be firing up. Like I said, authors for this uh, amateur radio blog, which is also called resonant frequency however it does not have uh, a direct connection to the uh, podcast uh, y'all get in touch with me on that you know you want to write some especially you new guys i'd like to uh, post some articles about uh, y'all's experiences uh having having a new general license in the uh, the new millennium as it were okay with all that uh oh doggone i don't even know uh well, we'll just do it this way. I'd like to thank, uh, thank, uh, Iota Promo Net and PodSafe Audio for the music heard on this podcast. Uh, I'd like to thank the dogs for not losing their minds. Uh, I would like to not thank the telephone for going off on me a while ago. Um, let me tell you, <laughs> it's been a heck of a week. Anyway, uh, comments, suggestions, whatever kb5jbv at blacksparrowmedia.com and with that uh, you guys you guys go on out pursue your amateur radio take care of yourselves take care of your family and we'll see y'all next time 73 everybody
gotta go.